Thank you for listening in right now. Glad to have you here. My name is Nyla, and this is Greener Thoughts. I help you understand the environment today so you can experience a greener life. Let's connect online. You can reach Greener Thoughts by voice message. The anchor.fm link is in each episode's show notes. You can do so via the Anchor app or by email at greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. different environmental announcements or special announcements necessarily for this podcast episode except one and it's just about World Ranger Day or um, the uh, holiday that's celebrated and really popular amongst the International Ranger Federation. So for those who are rangers or who have um, had experience within the ranger field, then you probably may know about this. And it's usually celebrated on July the 31st. Next is headlines from the hemispheres. It is the amazing portion of the show where we're going to talk about headlines from all over the world, of course, and exciting environmental news. So the first headline comes out of Panama, and it is about lightning strikes. So lightning strikes more than 100 million times per year in the tropics. And this was reported from fizz.org. Great uh, information about all types of uh, physical sciences, life sciences, uh, research galore. And this story is out of Panama. And there was a, a postdoctoral a fellow by the name of Evan Gora. And his researchers, they're out of the Smithsonian Tropical Research Institute, or STRI. And this is located in Panama. I didn't even know the Smithsonian had institutes uh, that far away. But it had published uh, maps of the different locations where lightning strikes were all across the tropics. And in their research, they published it in the uh, Global Change Biology Journal. Now, they had studied ground and satellite data, and they estimated that more than 100 million lightning strikes on land, and it happens each year, and these uh, do detrimental damage and essentially change forests and other ecosystems. Now, Gora and his colleagues, they estimated that lightning damages uh, so many trees, about 832 million tropical trees every single year. And about 25% of those trees actually die because of the lightning strikes. Now, uh, lightning strikes, they do happen more in forests and savannas and urban areas than in places like grasslands and shrublands and places where crops are frequent. Uh, Next is the headline about Vietnam and what it's recently doing to curb uh, trade uh, because of the uh, pandemic. So Vietnam bans wildlife trade to curb risk of pandemics 
And this is on Reuters.com. And this story is out of Vietnam, of course. Now, this is positive news, really great, because the Prime Minister has actually in a, um, issued a ban um, against a trade uh, when it comes to wildlife. Uh, and it's it's also to reduce the risk of um, new pandemics uh, starting. As we all know, the uh, recent pandemic that's taken on the world um, was, you know, kind of spurred out of Wuhan, China. And a lot of people have noticed it was because of wildlife trading in the wet markets. But uh, in Vietnam, this uh, ban is... Um, to stop the importing of live wild animals and any type of wildlife products. It also eliminates the use construction of wildlife markets, and it's enforcing um, prohibitions or, or forbidding of illegal hunting and also trading of wild animals. And this includes sales that are done online. And lastly, there is some good news out of Queensland, Australia. So Queensland moves to ban single-use plastic straws and plates in bid to save marine life. And The Guardian reported this. And this is very good news, especially for those who are um, concerned about waste like I am. And so Queensland, uh, the government out there, is banning uh, plastic straws, cutlery, stirrers, plates, you name it. And it's all because it wants to save the marine wildlife out, out there and the waterways. And the government was actually um, one of the uh, second uh, states in Australia, uh, second after S uh, Southern Australia to put forth the ban uh, and propose it um, before Parliament. And so uh, the ban, the earliest that the, the date of the ban would take place would be July the 1st, 2021. And so it gives uh, plenty of entities like businesses and schools and other facilities uh, and organizations to sort of plan for the effects and get those changes in order before uh, that time comes. And the law is really particular. It has some exemptions, of course, um, for those who have disabilities and, and have medical requirements um, and also those who happen to be in schools and care facilities, uh, they have to, uh, they had put um, guidelines in there making plastic straws available to those who may need them. With this uh, podcast episode, I was debating whether to go between several different topics, one of them being BPA-free lining and products and companies that have those types of linings that are safe for you to have and in use, and also high-protein diets and how you can lower your risk of death just by increasing your protein intake. So I, I decided to, to settle on this topic of protein and save the other topic of BPA-free lining for another time, maybe in the future, uh, for another podcast episode. So we're going to learn a bit more about this protein data and then later give some uh, lists, a, a big uh, few couple lists of protein and then another one for those who may be vegans and vegetarians where they can get uh, meat-free options to safely uh, guarantee and get their protein intake. 
Uh, I like uh, that we can, you know, talk about this, learn a bit more, because a lot of people um, that I hear about when they think of protein, they think automatically meat and the, the benefits of it, but there are benefits associated with, um, you know, not having um, different health problems, but the, the intake is different versus um, meat um protein you can still have that safely but also plant proteins they studied that a little bit more in the research so we're going to just briefly talk about that and get into why our protein is necessary uh it is uh, it's one of the building blocks uh of life when you think about it you know you need that in your diet essentially building muscles and mass and uh, keeping healthy and uh, with that, you can definitely get your uh, plant protein on. You can get it from your legumes, like your beans, uh, peas, lentils, whole grains, nuts. And these have been linked to lowered risks of developing diabetes, heart disease, stroke, known uh, health conditions and diseases that are popular in America um, because of our diets. And uh, regular consumption of your your average red meats, other animal proteins can have risks of several health problems. So uh, this is important research and it was published on BMJ, that's also an online journal. So researchers are out of Iran and the U.S. and they measured the relation between the intake of the total uh, proteins, those from animal and uh, plant sources, and the risks of death from all types of causes, including cardiovascular disease and also cancer. And they reviewed 32 different studies and reported the risk as uh, estimates of all the uh, different causes of death, cardiovascular problems, uh, cancer mortality, and they uh, found it in adults that were aged 19 and older. So the different uh, research study results are what we're going to look at next. Um, there was a follow-up period of um, up to 32 years that the, the studies that they gathered looked at. So in all the studies, uh, the, the cap of uh, the period of following up from the participants was 32 years. And in, in that time, there were 113,093 deaths total. And 16,429 of those deaths were from cardiovascular diseases. Um, and then 22,303 were from cancer. Um, and these occurred amongst the 715,128 uh, participants. So it's a lot of participants and only a fraction of them uh, died. So uh, with those results, they showed that there was a high intake uh, of the total protein. It was associated with lowered risk of all uh, causes of mortality compared with those who had lowered intakes of protein. So the more protein you had, the lowered risk you had of all types of um, diseases, ailments that were to, of course, uh, cause death. So the intake of plant protein uh, was associated and correlated with a 8% lowered risk of all-cause mortality. Uh, there was an intake of uh, animal protein that is not really um, significantly associated with any risk, whether it be cardiovascular disease or even cancer mortality. 
Now let's look at some possible reasons for uh, the beneficial effects of plant proteins. So there was uh, the um, decrease of things like blood pressure, uh, cholesterol, blood sugar levels, and also it helped lower conditions uh, for heart disease, type 2 diabetes, according to the researchers. Lastly, I want to get into the study limitations and things that could have been improved upon. One of them was that um, there were differences in the way that all the different studies, the 32 studies, assessed diet um, according to uh, what was in the research studies. And then also the effects, some of the effects may not have been, some of the effects um, uh, upon uh, within the research may not have even been diet related. So maybe, you know, there was uh, in information about deaths that weren't correlated to diet at all. So that was something to be taken into account. And then also uh, some some of the studies were out of Western nations, Western countries. So some of the findings from those uh, studies will definitely not apply to other countries because, of course, their diets are different. So protein is uh, essential to a great healthy diet, and there are many forms of uh, protein. But protein is only a piece of the health pie. It is uh, something something to consider uh, in the whole scope of staying healthy. You know, getting enough sleep uh, is vital as well. I know that I've been practicing trying to get enough sleep, um, but as of recently, in in the last you know week and a half or so, it's been topsy turvy. And staying up is is not what I like to do because uh, you you end up trying to overcompensate and try to get you know hours of sleep um, additional. But uh, getting sleep, um, staying a healthy weight uh, relative to your height um, is important. And uh, also preventing sickness, uh, whether, whether it's you know, winter or early summer or spring with allergies, the, the key is to prevent being sick um, unless you have a terminal illness or um, in a condition that isn't going to get better anytime soon or you, you're just going to have to live with it. It's... it's it's better to have preventative um, health and, and um, medicine to guide you and to stay healthy. Um, I know for me, I love taking my vitamins, whether it be vitamins uh, D or B, um, and getting enough water I know is a must. Um, you know, drinking, um, I think I have a, a 12 ounce, 12 fluid ounces, and I have refilled that multiple times, you know, throughout the day, four or five times if I can. Um, there are some people who love drinking gallons of water. Do that. Sure, t take a gallon and, and drink that throughout the day and refill as necessary um, to, to get yourself on that, that track to getting your water intake because it can be hard, you know, and then you're urinating and then, you're, you know, you're refilling again. Um, there are water apps for you to, of course, download. Um, as reminders for you to get your water in, if that helps you, that's great. Um, and keeping your health in check is another um, essential part as well. Just remembering to you know keep your appointments or keep in check with your doctor or other medical uh, professional um, is really important. You know, looking for the signs of. Um, things to be aware of, um, you know, whether it be a fever or a headache or migraine 
or some pain, you know, if you're feeling um, a bit feverish or you haven't had your doctor visit, maybe look into getting your appointment settled. I know it can be a pain sometimes, especially if you're ex ex excitingly, um, you know, busy and you don't have time, you don't think, but it's better to, you know, think about these things versus if things get, you know, bad in the long term. Um, and then it's it's almost too late then. Um, getting your fruits and vegetable intake is uh, uh, an occurrence that should be essentially every day, but for some that's just not possible, um, either because they they can't afford it or maybe they're just not buying it or maybe there's this problems with getting it and getting to the, the grocery store supermarkets in the first place, but aim for as often as you can, maybe several times a week. It doesn't have to be every day because there are people who, who knowingly exceed their nutrition um, uh, requirements and they don't get the necessary nutrients that they are that they need, uh, but they get other types of nutrients. You know, their, their salt intake, their fat intake is through the roof, but they need their, their fiber, they need their calcium, they need other types of uh, vitamins and minerals to sustain themselves and to be healthy. Um, so you want to maybe aim for um, salads uh, maybe three times a week or eating uh, a big, huge salad, like one that you can prepare in a tub, and that lasts you more than a week. Um, and just making sure that every single time you go to the grocery store, you're including uh, different uh, salads. I know that I make salads maybe once a month or so, and they last me a good almost two weeks if I'm careful. And in between that, I'm snacking on oranges and apples and all types of other you know fruits, you know, pomegranates. Um, peaches, if I can, other other types of, of foods that you can have, you know, on hand like a snack. Um, you know, in my salads, I love my my onions, whether red or white or yellow. Usually, white is my favorite because um, it goes with so much. Um, and then my my bell peppers, green, red, orange, yellow, and then uh, there are the spin the, the spinach uh, and the kale. Kale is is like number one for me. And uh, sometimes I put nuts in them, sometimes not. And then the tomatoes, I love, love, love tomatoes. And other types of, of foods too. Um, different uh, types of lettuce, not iceberg lettuce, but other uh, types. Romaine, for sure, number one. And then the smaller bunches um, in the containers. And then other uh, foods I put in the salads, they work well together. And that's a, that's a huge salad and it lasts for a long time. Um, and I, I feel healthy. I feel, you know, great after uh, eating one. And sometimes I go for seconds. Um, if I get those, you know, big salad uh, plates, then I'm, you know, practically good um, into maybe the evening hours. So um, there are just many different steps I try to, to keep um, uh, up so that I can be healthy and, you know, remain satisfied and not have too many doctor's visits. You know, I'm not into yo-yo diets and I don't believe um, in maintaining diets for the long term. I think that they may be good starter points, but maintaining a healthy uh, weight and, you know, finding a diet that works for me, I'm not really uh, into that. That's not my path. And, you know, for those who maybe are into diets or They've they focused on dieting for a little bit for the short term, but are 
um, more more goal oriented in you know after gaining those pounds and maintaining a sufficient um, well-rounded diet then that's great you know if a, if a diet helps get you started and then you learn different methods of what foods work well for your metabolism and body type that's fine um, and so I, I think with protein it's great that we have well-rounded um, types of protein, whether they be animal or plant proteins. I love plant proteins too. Um, animal is fine. It just depends on the uh, food. Um, but we're going to uh, break down uh, just a list of some amazing proteins that can get you uh, started with increasing your intake. And uh, you may have been familiar with some of these and, and maybe others you haven't been. And then there's a list that I will share a little bit um, in the uh, description of the podcast episode, the episode notes for you, for those who happen to be vegans, vegetarians, and who want uh, other options for plant protein that aren't from animals. The Mother Earth Minutes is where we review, in the next few minutes, proactive things that we can do to combat the issue in the episode and to protect Mother Earth. I think uh, one issue that may be a main issue um, for the episode is just to increase our our protein uh, intake with different foods, especially if that's an issue for you or you're you're constantly searching where to find plant proteins and you happen to be doing that uh, several times. Uh, This is the podcast episode for you. If you you don't want to spend time bookmarking or searching for different plant proteins and, and YouTube videos and everything else, This is a great podcast episode, especially for those who maybe don't know where to go or just tired of searching and just want answers in one place and make it fun and other information with an amazing podcast episode, then I think you'd have fun with this. And so we're going to break down the amazing foods, some favorites of mine uh, that have tons of protein and other nutrients, other vitamins and minerals, and the uh, reference daily intake, the RDI for protein is around 46 grams for women, and then for men, it's 56 grams uh, for men. So these um, food items have come from healthline.com, and I again will link the other uh, website uh, link on Healthline for vegans, vegetarians who also want uh, protein options in a list. So the first tip of first food is eggs eggs are amazing or are eggs eggs are an excellent source of your vitamins your minerals your healthy and good fats uh, antioxidants to protect your eyes and also your brain so eggs are definitely a favorite of mine i love love eggs sunny side up please and uh, I think that they would be an excellent choice for anyone who loves uh, eggs. You can eat them, of course, um, soft, scrambled, hard-boiled, and you know, other foods, of course. But eggs will definitely get you through when it comes to protein, packed full of it. Number two are almonds. Almonds are full of fiber, vitamin E, manganese, and magnesium. Number three are chicken breasts. Now, they're uh, more packed with protein without the skin, but with the skin, that's just as fine. But there are people who just love chicken breasts uh, by itself, which is great. Just cook it, and you'll be good to go. It has uh, many uh, sources of protein. 
Number four is our oats. Oats are packed and are a healthy fiber. They're packed with magnesium, manganese, methiamine, which is vitamin B1, and other types of nutrients. Number five is cottage cheese. Now, it's full of calcium and phosphorus, uh, selenium, vitamin B12, riboflavin, uh, which is vitamin B2, and other nutrients too. And there are other types of cheese that, of course, have protein in them, and they vary with their percentages. So with Parmesan cheese, there that's about 38% of its calories are from protein. And then Swiss cheese is about 30%. Mozzarella has about 29%, and cheddar has 26%. Now, Greek yogurt is number six. If you love Greek yogurt, I know I do, then you'll be a fan of eating it. And it's packed with all types of nutrients as well. Uh, number seven is milk. Now, uh, this is your regular dairy milk. I'm not a fan of dairy milk. I would definitely love um, drinking coconut milk any day or night. But uh, for those who are uh, into drinking uh, milk, from cows it is high in protein calcium phosphorus and a riboflavin which is of course vitamin b2 number eight is broccoli broccoli is full of protein compared to other vegetables that you may also eat it has vitamin c vitamin k tons of fiber and potassium in it number nine is lean beef Lean beef is full of iron, vitamin B12, and other types of nutrients. Number 10 is tuna. I love tuna. I love tuna. And it's full of protein. It's so versatile and what you can do with it. It makes all types of salads. Eat it by itself. Eat it in a casserole dish. Other types of recipes you can probably find online. It's great with its omega-3 fatty acid content and its other nutrients that it has. Quinoa, I love as well, is number 11, and it's a superfood, uh, and I love superfoods. I did a podcast episode on different types of superfoods, and it's rich in your vitamins, minerals, fiber, that is very true, and antioxidants. Number 12 are whey protein supplements. These are great for two reasons, building muscle mass and maintaining that and also weight loss. So for those who want to build muscle um, and sustain that and for those who also want to lose some weight, uh, then whey protein is an excellent option. Number 13 are lentils. Now lentils are a great useful legume, very much um, some type of food that you can switch up flavor to your heart's content and they are full of fiber magnesium potassium iron uh, folate copper manganese and other types of nutrients that you'll love there are other types of uh, legumes that are high in protein as well like your soybeans which have 33 percent of their uh, protein comes from their uh, calories there uh, or 33% of their calories, um, it's, it's full of protein. And then for kidney beans, it's 24%. And then for chickpeas, it's 19%. Number 14 is Ezekiel bread. Now, I've had that maybe once or twice before ever, and I fell in love with the brand. And it's uh, the, there's a local um, bakery 
um, that is within Maryland. It's not local to me, but it's in my state. And so I need to be buying their bread, but it's it's some amazing um, historical bread. And it is um, high in protein content, fiber, other nutrients too. It's essentially the best type of bread you can really have. Number 15 are pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds are pretty tasty. You can use those as a snack or a topping uh, in all types of different dishes. And it has uh, many different nutrients within it, including iron and magnesium and zinc. Number 16 are turkey breasts. Now turkey breasts are really high in protein and other nutrients. If you want to consume a different uh, animal protein versus chicken or lean beef or any of those, then you may love some turkey. And number 17 are fish. Now this includes all types. Fish have so many nutrients and of course your omega-3 fatty acids uh, great for developing a strong body. Number 18 are shrimp. Shrimp are amazing and they are full of protein including omega-3 fatty acids as well and nutrients like selenium and vitamin B12. Number 19 are Brussels sprouts. These are also packed full of protein and great with the fiber content. They're one of my favorite vegetables and they are high in vitamin C and other nutrients. And then finally, number 20 are peanuts. Peanuts pack on the protein as well and they are full of fiber and also magnesium. fact of the day is that billionaire investor Warren Buffett regrets the $10 billion he invested in Occidental Petroleum last year. Owing largely to the drop in crude oil prices, coal becomes the world's most expensive fossil fuel. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the July-August 2020 issue. I love the Eco Company Spotlight segment, and it's one of the fun uh, points within the Green Thoughts program, amongst other segments. But it's really where I get to break down these companies that are some of my favorites, and you know I love their products and services, and I love talking about them with you, and having you you know learn new favorites and ex- expound your your sphere of what eco companies out there are doing and introducing you to some that you may not have heard about or reinforcing your favorites and I've been doing it for a while since February 2019 and it's it's really fun and I want to uh, let you know about an amazing company one of my favorites for all things coconut water and coconut products in general and it's called Vita Coco. Vita Coco was founded back in 2003, so a long time ago, uh, and time has flown by so fast, and it transformed itself into an amazing, creatively fun, and tasty coconut company today, and they give amazing flavors to their coconut drinks, and they also give back in service to communities that have provided their coconuts. 
Now in 2014, they actually founded the Vita Coco Project and their philosophy is Give, Grow, Guide, where they help coconut farmers increase their annual yields and diversify their crops and grow sustainably. With Vida Coco, they value education among so many things and they help build new classrooms and award scholarships to kids in these coconut communities. Now to date, in the Philippines and Sri Lanka, they have built more than 80 classrooms, they've given 800 trainings that they've facilitated, and they also have helped over 30,000 people in coconut farming communities, uh, which have been positively impacted. Now, as far as their commitment to sustainability, Vida Coco products are uh, amazing. They are dairy-free, of course, uh, gluten-free, non-GMO, no added sugar. They are certified kosher and also K-Star certified. They are certified organic with their coconut oil, and then they're also certified vegan with their uh, products. Now, their products run the range of everything from coconut water to a couple other products. Now, the coconut water is really popular. They have the original flavor, which is just the coconut water. They have their peach and mango flavor, and then they have the pineapple flavor. Now, their pressed uh, coconut water is a bit different, and it is in the flavors of original, mango. They also have pineapple and strawberry banana. The sparkling water is on the flavors of grapefruit, lemon ginger, pineapple, passion fruit, uh, which is uh, all one um, flavor. And then they also have raspberry lime. Now with their boosted, they have chai, they have coconut chocolate, and they have vanilla latte. And their coconut creations is the organic coconut drink that they have. And then their other product that they have and in, in, in make is their um, coconut oil, which is the certified one that I was talking about before, certified organic. Now, the reason I love uh, Vita Coco so much is because it comes in different uh, sizes, very uh, amazing when it comes to where you can get it. Uh, I usually buy mine from Giant or either Target, and I love, love, love coconut water. Um, it's great for those who uh, want to, um, you know, switch up their water intake and have some some tasty drink of coconut, but also uh, want to um, get a different flavor. And with Vita Coconut, you have all different types of flavors. Um, and I love that they have the 16 ounce of fluid sizes and they have the 30 ounces, um, but those are in, it depends on the product that you get. Uh, it may not be the, the regular flavored coconut water. I do love the fact that they have so many different flavors and I'm always keen to try a new one in the future and I will, I will definitely be doing that and I love that they're online and in store and I love that you can just easily get their products you know for great prices easy um, you can have them for snacks or for breakfast lunchtime dinner time it really doesn't matter as long as you get your hands on one I love coconut water um, I love that it has you know great ingredients easy um, organic mostly with with some of their products like the coconut oil of course but um, they're amazing with what they do with communities, um, especially those that, of course, lend their hands to supplying their coconuts. That's really important. I overall give them a five out of five green thumbs up all the way. I trust them for my coconut needs, coconut water, uh, amongst other brands that I could name too for coconuts, but I trust that Vita Coco 
is in my top three, if if not five. Uh, I love that also the packaging is recyclable. That definitely gets big points with me, as you all know. That also carries into the five out of five green, green thumbs up score. Fly the Cocoa can be found in a few places, especially online and in store. In stores, you can find them at so many places, so there's kind of not an excuse to not get your hands on some Fly the Cocoa. You can find them at 7-Eleven, Bilo, BJ's, Central Market, Costco, CVS Pharmacy, Fairway, Gelson's, Hannah Ford, Harris Teeter. Uh, you can also find them at Jewel, Osco, King's, Kroger, Publix, Rallies, Ralph's, Safeway, Sam's Club, Shaw's Star, ShopRite, Stop and Shop, The Fresh Market, Target, Walgreens, Walmart, Wawa, Wegmans, Winn-Dixie, and also Whole Foods Market. Online, you can check them out on Amazon, also BJ's, Boxed, Fresh Direct, uh, Kroger, Instacart, Oasis Snacks, Ready Refresh, Target, Walgreens, and Walmart. Now, Vita Coco can be found on their, fascial, on their social media uh, platforms, uh, Facebook of uh, on their page Vita Coco. They're on Instagram at Vita Coco, all one word, all lowercase. They're on LinkedIn at Vita Coco. They're on Pinterest at Vita Coco. They're on Twitter at Vita Coco, and also on YouTube at Vita Coco. Uh, to contact Vita Coco, just go to their website, VitaCoco, V-I-T-A-C-O-C-O.com, and then go to contact us at the bottom of their website to message them directly. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this podcast episode about protein and getting high amounts of protein and helping stave off death a little bit better. Um, And for those who are um, fans of research, then you'll probably love this episode a bit more. Or for those who want uh, protein uh, lists and all types of information about different types of protein, then I hope that you also enjoy this podcast episode as well. If you are into sharing uh, podcast episodes, and especially ones about health and food, then this is the one to definitely share. Um, I really enjoyed you know, learning about all the different types of protein too, and I figured that this was great information um, because there are you know folks out there, listeners, who are concerned about health, um, especially that have um, the, the largest segment of listeners is 35 into you know a little bit mid 40 so that's a bit higher in our age so this i think is um really important health wise as a as a podcast episode i love intermixing um podcast episodes and and research topics and ones about health and other environmental topics and i'm glad to have had to um, mix this one in there as well so i'm really glad to have learned a few things about protein and different types out there um, but i hope that this one was also special for you and you can learn a bit more about it um, and come back to it as needed uh, be sure to uh, rate the podcast uh, episodes and also the podcast in general I have a few reviews up on Apple Podcasts, for example, uh, but I'd like more. And so I'm 
that's my call to action. Um, and there are other things that you can do as well uh, regarding the podcast as, as far as sending voice messages and emails and so many other things. But I want to thank you nonetheless for always, you know, coming and tuning in. All the support means a lot because sometimes my listens range and there are, you know, some uh, episodes that get a lot of listens, some that don't get uh, as many um, high counts. And so I want to, you know, be able to push out amazing episodes and to have people, um, listeners who are dedicated, come back and let me know about your favorite episodes and which ones that you want to uh, hear about and learn about more, especially with the different topics that we can cover uh, as far as environmental uh, content. So um, until next time, uh, thank you so much again for listening and sharing Greener Thoughts. Until next time, please take care of yourselves, be healthy and be well, and please take care of our amazing planet. Uh, thank you again and see you all. Bye. Bye.